0: Welcome to the From Better Half to Boss podcast. I'm Tavia Redburn, and on this show, I share how I retired my husband from his nine to five with my birth photography business, all while homeschooling my three kids. If you have a passion, there is a reason it's because you were made to follow that passion. It's your time to go from better half to boss. Welcome to this episode of From Better Half to Boss. I am your host, Tavia Redburn. So I posted about this on Instagram stories today, actually. But I am recording this episode the day after the U.S. presidential election. We still don't know who is going to be elected president And everything just feels kind of heavy. Like yesterday, I was really trying to force myself to get through my to-do list. Like I talked to you guys about a few episodes ago, when we talked about how to find time, how to find like an extra 10 hours in your work week to get stuff done. Um, I shared that what I do is I usually set my weekly big three, and that's a result of my monthly goals and my quarterly goals and my annual goals. So I break it down into each week. So each week I have big three things that I need to get done that week. And so yesterday, I was um, just like trying to push through. I was not feeling it at all. Like I did not have any interest in work whatsoever, which is so strange for me, because I love what I get to do. I love getting to work like a little bit too much sometimes. And so for me to not want to work was really strange. And I was chatting with one of my friends who is in a peer mastermind with me. And she was like, hey, what if you just take the day off? Like, what if it's just a self-care day where you let yourself not hit your goals, <laughs> not check everything off your list, um, just kind of let it go today and do something that makes you happy. And I was like, you know what, that's a really good idea. So I ended up just taking a walk around the neighborhood. It was a beautiful day, thankfully. Um, My son had a football game that night. We spent time as a family. And it was just, it was really perfectly what I needed. And I woke up today, despite all the uncertainty in the air and not knowing the election results or when we're going to know the election results, But I woke up today just feeling much more motivated to work because I took that time for myself. And so I just, I don't know where you're at today or what your headspace is like, or if you're feeling super motivated today, or if you're feeling kind of like I was yesterday. Um, I just want to remind you that it's okay to take some time off. Like it's okay to do something for yourself, like not hustle and just take care of yourself. So I actually have a running list of and I think we talked about this in a very, very early episode of the podcast with um, Liz Cook about self care. But I actually have a list of things in my notes app on my phone. That's just things that makes me feel things that make me feel good. And so I encourage you to make a list like that for yourself, like just a list of things that's like, you know, taking a walk around the neighborhood and listening to a podcast or an audiobook or taking a bath with your favorite glass of wine, or, you know, heavy exercise. And I know that for some people that doesn't sound fun, um, or relaxing. But for me, when I work out really, really hard, it gets my like, I can only focus on working out in that moment because it's so difficult. And so heavy exercise can be a really good, healthy distraction for me. Um, playing a board game with my kids, kids, I have multiple kids. I don't know why I said kid. <laughs> um, driving to the lake. And just watching the water, walking around water. I just love being around water, listening to your favorite music with the sunroof down, like just driving around. So just thinking about things that make you feel good and doing that. So just wanted to share that with you today. I don't know where you're at or if you needed to hear that, but hopefully it offers something for you. If you know you're supposed to be a birth photographer, but you get tripped up with all the what ifs that come along with photographing such a big day, I want to let you know that our certification for birth photographers is currently open for enrollment. So inside the certification, you're going to learn how to set up your business to become the go-to professional birth photographer. To master your birth photography camera skills, how to fearlessly conquer any lighting situation. And you know, in birth, there can be a lot of different lighting situations. Confidently know when to arrive at the birth each and every time so you don't show up too late, but also aren't there for, you know, 25 hours. (laughs) Learn how to craft stunning birth images that are Pinterest worthy and how to post process those images to give your clients the best result. We're offering bonuses well over $2,000 as well, including our birth photography model call process so that you can book up to five birth photography clients in 30 days. To get access to all of this and more that is honestly too much to list out in this podcast, go to certifiedbirthphotographer.com. Become a certified birth photographer in as little as 60 days at www.certifiedbirthphotographer.com. Okay, let's get back to the episode. So as a kid around Thanksgiving, we would write down things that we were grateful for. I don't know if you did that, we did it. Um, maybe you had a tradition similar to that, like at school or with family where you'd go around the table and share one thing that you're thankful for. And these are really great traditions, right? But as I've gotten older and become a wife and a mom and a business owner, I've realized why is this gratitude practice like a one-time-a-year thing? Shouldn't gratitude be something that we think about and say out loud every single day? So as an Enneagram three, which is achiever, I'm always pushing for the next achievement. Like once I got my own photography business, I wanted a studio, like an in-person place to take photos. Then once I got a studio, I wanted a team to help me run the business side of things and to shoot on my team. And then once I got a team, I wanted an online course to teach other photographers how to do what I had learned and so on and so on. Until a mentor said to me, how are you celebrating all of these achievements? And I thought, huh, celebrating? I mean, I'm celebrating by like making a bigger goal and hitting the next achievement. And she said something that really stuck with me. And it was, so when will it end? When will it end? When will the striving and achieving end? When will you ever get to a place where you're just thankful for what you have and it's enough? And I realized if I'm not celebrating the successes and the achievements with gratitude, it'll never be enough. If we don't have gratitude for what we have already, getting more will never be enough. It was said much more eloquently by Oprah Winfrey, be thankful for what you have and you'll end up having more. If you concentrate on what you don't have, you'll never ever have enough. By moving on to the next goal without being thankful for what I had, I never had enough. And that is absolutely not how I want to live life. And I'm sure it's not how you want to live life either. So no matter what's going on in the world, personally or professionally, I have so much to be thankful for. And I know that you do too. So here are three reasons to be grateful in any circumstance and how to do it. You know, I'm all about the how and the steps. So here we go. Number one. Gratitude actually makes you less anxious. So for this one, we're focusing on your mental state and using gratitude to improve your mental state. Because when you're grateful, your attention is focused on things that are going well. It's kind of like positive thinking in a nutshell. Thinking about things you're grateful for actually releases dopamine. It works like this. When I tell my brain something that I'm thankful for, I get a hit of dopamine, which is the feel-good hormone. And my brain wants more dopamine, so it starts looking for more things to be thankful for on its own. So more, more gratitude equals a dopamine hit, which equals less anxiety on a loop over and over and over. Gratitude, dopamine, less anxiety. Gratitude, dopamine, less anxiety. So the action step for this is... When something makes you stressed out or overwhelmed or anxious, spend just about 30 seconds thinking and feeling something that you're grateful for. This takes some time and effort because most people have already created a harmful coping mechanism habit loop for stress, like overeating or scrolling social media or drinking alcohol. But if instead you think about one thing you're grateful for right then in that moment You're teaching yourself to choose gratitude in stressful moments. Here's the trick with this one. Uh, This is just for you. Don't choose something that you think you, quote, should be grateful for and think about it for 30 seconds. You're not getting graded on this. (laughs) No one else is going to know what you're choosing to be grateful for in the moment. So if you feel like you, quote, should say you're grateful for your home, But instead, you're actually grateful for like how great your skin looks that day. Dude, choose gratitude for the clear skin that you're actually genuinely grateful for in that moment. So the second reason to be grateful in any circumstance is that gratitude helps you enjoy each moment of your life. And here's what I mean. When I started the daily practice of writing down five to 10 things I was grateful for the previous day, it shifted my focus to the positive, which is amazing, obviously, in and of itself, but there was an unexpected result. I was able to really savor and enjoy the small moments as they were happening because I'd written down something like, thankful for the conversations with my son on the way to sports. I wrote that down one time in my gratitude journal. The next time a conversation happened with him, I found myself consciously aware of being grateful for that in the moment because I knew it was something that I'd remembered as good previously. Like here's an example. Have you ever been on vacation and you don't really realize how happy and thankful you are for that vacation until it's over? (laughs) And, then you're like, oh man, I wish that I had known like how great that was when it was happening. Well, it's the same idea, but making it happen every day of your life. So if you're looking back at the day before and you're thinking, okay, I'm gonna write down five things I was grateful for yesterday, it makes you aware of those things. So when they're actually happening, you're, you're able to be present and enjoy them because you know that it's something that you cherish and that is important to you. So gratitude makes you enjoy each moment of your life. Your action step for this one is to write down five to 10 things you're grateful for each morning that happened the previous day, like what I just described. And the thing with this is it doesn't have to be big things. They can be things like seeing that my bed was made in my bedroom and tidy, or my daughter told me I was her best friend, or you know, the mess in the sink after we made a big family breakfast. It doesn't have to be this like huge, thoughtful, profound statement five to 10 times a day, right? It can just be small little things that you're thankful for. Okay, so the third reason to be grateful in any circumstance is gratitude can actually make you more successful because it's a learned skill. If you just say, I'm going to be more grateful It's not going to make dramatic shifts in your life. Practicing gratitude is just like any other new habit. We're retraining our brain to think in a new and different way. So anytime I find myself or my kids saying things that they want or wish that they had, I tell them and I tell myself to write down five things I'm grateful for. Because sure, it's perfectly okay to want things, but I simultaneously want myself and them to realize that we have a lot of great things already. So it's okay to want more while also being grateful for what you have. So if gratitude is a learned skill for success, nonetheless, the action step here is when you find yourself wishing for more, wishing for a bigger house, wishing for better clients or a newer car, write down three things that you love about your current house or your current clients or your current car because that will help you get in the habit of being thankful for what you already have by wishing and hoping for more at the same time. So a note about these action steps. When we involve our senses into these activities, it makes the new activity more concrete in our brain. So when you listen to the action steps from the last few points – Think about how you can involve sight, touch, smell, taste, and hearing into your gratitude. So for touch, writing things down in a journal, like what I've said, write things down that you love about your current house, right? For hearing, record yourself stating the things you're grateful for and listen to them. Listen to your kids laugh or talk. Take these things that you're grateful for, either you're saying them or you're listening to them. Really incorporate all of your senses if you can, because it's really going to solidify it in your brain and give it more of a dynamic appeal. For smell and taste, instead of writing things down, what if you experience them while being grateful for them? Hot coffee, a warm muffin, your mom's cranberry salad. You're smelling and tasting those things As gratitude instead of writing them down. And for sight, look at the item and admire it as a part of your gratitude practice. So as we go into Thanksgiving week, I hope that you'll share things that you're grateful for and encourage your family to do the same. But even better would be for us to develop a habit of gratitude so that we can reap the benefits of gratefulness each and every day of the year. If you're enjoying this podcast, please hit subscribe wherever you're listening. And thank you so much for leaving the show review on iTunes. I am so grateful for each and every one. And remember, if you have a passion, it's not an accident. Not everyone loves the thing that you love. So whatever your passion is, it's there for a reason. What are you going to do with that passion? I hope and pray, my friend, that you will get out there and make it happen. Happy Thanksgiving and have a great week.